Welcome back to week six of Coffee and Christ. Six, six, six. I enjoy just whispering in this microphone. Six, I think six, it's six. funny. Um, moments ago, me and Jackson were arguing about whether or not we should have introduction music. And he said no. I'm not opposed to it. Just yet. It is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, we could try it out. I picked a great song to be our you intro. Want, and you you play it. No. Play it. Play it. All right. So so everyone, I want you all to set the scene. We're going to be quiet for the next about two seconds. So Dylan can play the music and do another intro. You rate it. Our friends in Belgium can let us know what it's that like. That's true. Yeah. We're going to shout you all out. But wait. Hello. Let's have a... And give us some feedback. If you've got my phone number, let us know what this sounds like. So imagine this being your intro. Ready? Welcome back to Coffee and No. Class. That was so good. No. <laughs> that was so good. No. Maybe just in some instrumental or something like that. Michael Buble. Michael Buble. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> or Frank Sinatra. <gasps> okay. So, dun, 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 dun. Come on. Yeah. What song? Come on. That's it. That's Michael Buble. That's Sway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a great week. We were, I'm going to mention this before I get into my week. We have listeners in Belgium. How did they figure out about us? I don't know. We're just become, we're becoming popular. You know, our tour may have to stop in Belgium <laughs> one day. <laughs> we were looking at like the breakdown of listeners and because um, we can actually see, it doesn't not tell us where, but it says like Cookville or Crossville or um, my cousins from Indiana listening. Ooh. I saw that. And um, but then it said Belgium. There's a lot of listeners in Belgium, by the way. I mean, it's it's more than Cookville almost. Yeah, come on, Cookville, step it up. Step it up. Come on. Listen to the Coffee in Christ, the OG Jackson and Dylan gang. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of words. <laughs> we'll get bracelets. Oh, we should. If we passed out bracelets, how many <laughs> of you would want one? No, but I think coffee coasters would like be pretty. Oh, they don't have to be coffee coasters, but they could be coasters. They can be for any liquid. Any drink. liquid drink. <laughs> a can, a glass, uh, a coffee mug. Coffee mug. See, coasters. Coasters. I have a. Don't think Jackson bought them for me, but next to my bed I have a coaster with Jackson as a child on it. It says yeet. It does say yeet. Okay. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, but anyway, hope you're having a the best week in Amazing. the world. Um, I just like we recorded the episode Thursday. That's why I was a little late. Um, and I had a lot of people upset that it was late, too. Like People were texting me, like, where's the podcast? I'm like, this is a loving show. <laughs> like, don't come out. Don't come Love out. Love only. Love only. Come on. So, um, but Thursday when we recorded, I was going to the beach. We were leaving in a few hours. Now I'm a few hours back from the beach. We had the best time. Like it was I did not go. Yeah, Jackson did not go. My friend Ty... Um, we, me and Ty been friends for like 20 years, and we pulled my camper to the beach, which was an adventure in itself, but honestly, one of my more enjoyable trips to the beach. It was really good. Ate a lot of good food, sat on the beach. It was great. Almost died on the way there. That's all right. But we, You look past it. I mean, if anyone's ridden in a car with me, you know your life probably going to flash before <laughs> your eyes. A couple times. At some point. You know, at one point we were talking about, um, and Ty made a good point. I said, you know, I'm not sure if this travel trailer that we're pulling is rated to go 87 miles an hour. (laughs) 
And I said, it's probably the fastest it's ever driven. And Ty said, anything that you get behind the wheel of is about to go the fastest it's ever been. And I'm I like, agree. you know, you're probably correct. I agree. So, but it, it really was good. I'm a little, I'm tan, actually. And um, Ty, bless his heart. He's a little lobster. Is so burnt. He's almost purple. It's bad. It is really bad. But I tanned. I mean, I tanned up nice. Tanned up nice. That's good. I did. I did. It's good. Makes me look nice. That's about all I have going for me right now is the the tan. The tan. It's okay. But anyway, tell us about what is what is one good thing that happened in your week, Jackson. Oh my goodness. Well, I got to spend the whole weekend with my homegirl Maggie, Dylan's dog. You know, I feel like Maggie is Jackson's god dog. Probably. If something happened to me, Jackson's gonna get the dog. Do you I'm want okay her? With that. <laughs> For real. After spending a weekend with her, do you really want her? I want her. She's she's she looks malnourished. She's just not. I know you took her to the vet and the vet was like, She's on she's on a track. They probably you paid them to say that. It's not true. No, she just got a haircut and all of her hair got cut off, but she's adorable. Well, she's she so is cute. cute, but like she's not malnourished. Okay, well, whatever. She eats like a horse. Yeah, because I fed her three times. That's not what the schedule said. Schedule was only two times a day. I well, I did three. Okay. I I went off the book. It's okay. I also gave her a treat every time I had to put her away because she's too smart and she just kind of sits there. Yeah. You try to put her out and she's like, yeah. She's too smart. Even when I would like hold the treat out like further from the door, her back paws would stay inside of the <laughs> the kitchen so she couldn't get pushed out. Mm-hmm. She's just a little smart. She's a little smarty. She's smart, but she's also stupid. Yeah, she attacks plants. She likes to eat dirt. I don't think that's a, I think that's regulated. Surely not. Not in the diet. Probably not. I've never eaten dirt though, so maybe I'm missing out on something. I'm from Crossville. I definitely eat dirt. <laughs> oh, okay. I really have. It's a shot at Crossville. Um, uh, most definitely it is. For Me sure. and my sister made mud pies one time, and I ate a piece of it. Not all of it though. Mud pies? Yeah. I thought those were. Okay. Yeah. My grandma used to make a real mud pie, and they were good. But like me and Carrie literally made mud. Oh. Put it in a pan. My mother did not know what we were playing with. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Oh my goodness. I yeah. love it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, what about, is there anything bad that's happened in your week? You mm, see, me being almost graduated, I've now realized how unfortunate it is to have the last, the last name Whitson. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not so bad because I'm still ahead of Dylan because Dylan has wood and I'm Whitson, so I'm still ahead of him. Just by a little bit, but you are. It's the truth. But there's 520 kids walking at graduation, and I don't know exactly what number I am, but I'm the last 15 for sure. And you realize I'm going to have to sit <laughs> through your graduation all the way to. I'm thinking about telling my parents just not to come to the last like 20 minutes. I'm going to come <laughs> because I'm nice, and I'm going to have to stay afterwards to take pictures. Exactly. But still, I'm not a fan. But they've got they got it down to a science. Our little like coordinator and stuff like that said, depending on the speakers, it's gonna take about an hour and thirty minutes, which is pretty good, I think. I'm gonna make a sign, so I want to be watching, and it's gonna say, "Go, Jackie." Go, love Dylan. That's all it's gonna say. Love Dylan. That way you can see it. Well, good. I'll be. I'll be sitting there for a while. He's he's old. Growing up and saving Chona. You have to shave more than once a week now. I know. I'm getting there. It's coming in. I mean, no. 
you never noticed. You asked me not to shave the entire time I was at the beach, and I didn't. Really? And I shaved this morning. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see you. That's why. Um, <laughs> grow out the beard. But, but it is. Scruffy looking. It is a curse to have the last name of W. You will get what is called the Gavorka. And that's the only time I'm ever going to speak of that name. I'm not even going to explain it to you. But that is something that you get when your last name starts with, or just Wood in general. Yeah. So Jackson is friends with the Woods. Yeah, you, you yeah. get it. You kind of, it, it exudes off of you, on to me. So it's just something that happens. If you want to know what the Gavorka is, you must privately text me. <laughs> so only my real friends are going to be able to text me because I'm not going to give my phone number out to my friends in Belgium. But <laughs> uh, what if they really, really, really want to know? I'm sure they don't. Probably not. But um, probably not. But yeah, I mean, it's a being, but but having the last name of uh, that starts with the W is also a wonderful thing. Please do tell. Well, you get these just amazing blessings that go along with being a W, and uh, what they like are, what? Like, you'll find out. <laughs> you'll find out on the road. But you have to be older to know. The thing is, like with with us men, there's men. no escaping it. There's not. Like, I have two older sisters. They escaped it. Mm-hmm. They they escaped it with flying colors. Yeah, they're Ma- both they're both yeah. H's. Maggie Hensley, Megan and Hunt. Megan Hunt. They both they're they've escaped it. They don't have to live with it anymore. I think Maggie was telling me the other day. I think she was second to last. Oh, Jackson, the whole time I'm gonna have to sit there. Maggie was second to last. That's that. But that's I know, but like I was second to last. There's a couple two. there's a couple Williams behind me and there's I think there's one Y and there's like maybe two Y's and there's a and there's a Z for sure. Who's right the now. Z? I don't know, I think Zimmerman. I don't know. I I've never met them. There's a when you go to a school of twenty three hundred kids, twenty four hundred kids, you don't know everyone. There was two hundred and forty ish in my graduating class, knew all of them. See, We're all on a first name basis. There was one kid past me, his name was Daniel Glinick. And the Z was silent. And his last name is... It was Glenick, but it started with a Z. What? And the Z was silent. No joke. Wow, that's interesting. No joke. So he was the, it was me and him, and then we were done. Huh. So... I wonder if he did that on purpose, just so you weren't the last. Are you guys going to have confetti cannons at your graduation? Well, we have like a... They said no so to confetti. So our, said no to Yeah, they said we have to... If we damage the floor in any way, we have to like pay a fine. And they said they're not going to pay it. They're going to give it straight to us and we're going to have to pay it. But our... So Coach Chaffin is like our guy who's over it kind of deal. And he said, look, they say that, but you can really do it. So Oh, I snuck in a confetti cannon in my gown. Like inside the graduation. But then mine didn't go off. It oh. wouldn't work. There's pictures of me somewhere like... Everyone's celebrating, and I'm like trying to get my confetti <laughs> kid into, but it didn't go. Yeah, there is like beach balls and stuff like that. So, so it will be sort of a party. Graduation's fun. Yeah, and it's inside now too. It was wonderful. So yeah. I'm out of sweat. I'm a big boy. Yeah, you're gonna and be I in sweat. the air conditioning. <laughs> Good air conditioning. Good. So it'll be comfortable. It'll be nice. Good seats. Not those metal That's bleachers true. out in the football field. That's true. That's gonna be nice. It won't be too bad. I'm not going to complain too much about it. <laughs> we had to. We had ours in our gym. Yeah. And because it was raining outside and we couldn't have it on the football field, so there were thousands of people. You got a big gym though. Like stuffed in the CCHS gym. It was a hundred degrees. Honestly, my graduation experience was miserable. <laughs> like to be honest with you, 
My confetti cannon wouldn't go off. I was sweating. But hey, looking forward to that. I'm here for I'm here for you. Yep. I'm gonna be there the whole time, and you're gonna hear me. Got that high school diploma. Whoop. That's the only diploma I got. That's <laughs> all I got. All I got riding for you. But that is not true. D- diploma wise. Okay, diploma <laughs> wise. A diploma does not define who you are. Mm. I said that with emphasis. Yeah, you got really close to your mic there. I did, but I everyone understood that. Some well. people, college just isn't for them, and that's fine. I agree. Go your own way. All right. I think anyway. college is more people who don't know what they're going to do with their life. That's true to a point. Or like Some people, people who, know, who like, actually need it. Like I really hope, like my brain surgeon one day if I need it went to a <laughs> went to college or he's just not like well I think this is what happens and you know people like that obviously need education well yeah I would hope so <laughs> I don't plan on being a surgeon anytime soon but just picks up the scalpel as much like, as I'm I ready. forget as much as I forget things I'll be like who's this patient what, what are you, we doing what are we looking at here well, like today we had to drive all the way to the church to borrow our associate minister's charger. Is this the first? Is this the way he's finding out about this? Yeah, actually, oh, Michael, okay. I'm Michael. using your charger for my laptop because I've lost my laptop charger a few weeks ago. Things were stolen. My Bible was MIA. I finally found it, and then my charger is now MIA. It's just I forget everything. So surgeon option for me probably is not safe. Would be catastrophic. No. Somebody would die. <laughs> I'm just just saying. Don't want that. That's why I chose the HVAC field. You may be hot if I forget about you, but you ain't going to die. Exactly. That's how people will make you think that they are, but they're not. They're just overreacting. They are. They're just dramatic. Dramatic. I don't know who's dramatic. Not I'm not me. I'm not dramatic. <laughs> you are, too. What? We both are the drama. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not really dramatic. <laughs> but anyway, so we have a lot to discuss tonight. So, I'm going to go ahead and read. Oh, I didn't go over my bad thing that happened to me. See, forgot something. Oh, my goodness. My bad thing is I have to sit while Jackson waits in his graduation. I also have to sit and wait <laughs> as well. It's, it's just, fine. it's the only time you'll have to do that. I'm there to support my boy. Uh, my boy. My boy. My boy. So, <laughs> but anyway. Matthew 5, we're finishing maybe <laughs> chapter 5. We're going to try. I feel like we've been a long time on this, though. so We're going to try it. We're going to we buckle down. If we don't, tune in next week. You'll find out. And we'll finish it there. Oh, yawny boy. Oh, that That's actually a... like the third yawn. I just <laughs> haven't recorded a... them. You don't you. have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not, we're not all perfect. <laughs> you take a sip of my black coffee now. But like I hot love... water. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Black Coffee. Again. It's it's Pete's. What it's is more it? like feet. <laughs> Stop. Uh, I can't actually remember. You're not going to like it. Don't even try. Don't even swallow. Oh, you swallowed it. Wow. Yeah. Hold that in. There's some water right there. Again. There's some water. Can, right. I'm going to drink it again. Oh, Yummy. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes great. Isn't that yummy? I'm gonna check the other You wanna wash it down with some water? Mm-hmm. Okay. Smart. Because I had to give you that, you know. <laughs> um, but if you're following along, and if you're in the car, don't follow along because that in the state of Tennessee is against the law. Hands free. That is sponsored by handsfreetennessee.org. <laughs> not really, it's not. <laughs> but don't don't listen. 
don't text and drive. Don't. The Bible is important, but unless you're at a red light, don't read and drive. Seems dangerous. How long did this phase? You remember it? Mm-hmm. I used to scroll through Facebook. You didn't while get pulled driving. over for that. Yes. While driving, and I've been pulled over for that. I was not going to say anything about that, <laughs> but I used to scroll Sorry. through Facebook and drive. And now I've done good. I put I put it down. Sometimes. Most of the time. I, I'm just saying, don't. Hands free, Tennessee. Hands free, Tennessee. Stay safe, Tennessee. Yeah. Starting in verse 21. Oh, anger. Of chapter 5, it says, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says, You fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and those remember um, that your brother has something against you, leave your gift uh, there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out of until you have paid the last penny. Anger, what do you got? What do you think about that? You ever been called a fool? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. Who? Um, or you don't. You know what I'm saying. I I'm have been. I have been called a fool in high school. Uh, what did they mean it though? Were they like? Were they like? Oh, like oh, you fool, you know? Or would you did something dumb and you're like, oh, I you're a fool. Was a substitute teacher. Oh, them. <laughs> but Karen. But I didn't I'm sorry called. if your name is Karen. No, it's not offensive. He just either. called you out, Karen. <laughs> it's not an offense. He lives. It's just a. Did you hear what I just did? <laughs> I almost said he lives because last week you gave out my address. I didn't. I just yes, said what did. road you were on. He lives on. Not gonna tell you. Gotcha. Yeah, they forgot. Anyway. They forgot. We've already wiped it. Did y'all hear that? That back feed in my microphone. It's my nose. I'm breathing out of my nose, and it's going in there. Oh. Anyway, um, what do you have about that anger? Anyway, fool. Yes, I've been called a fool hmm. by a substitute teacher, but never like in a serious way. I don't think she may have been serious. She was mean, but I also did a mean thing to her though too. So what'd you do? <laughs> no. I think I've heard the story. Nothing. Okay. okay. We can leave it. We can leave it there. No, it's we fine. Don't I don't care to unpack it. You know, <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't care to unpack it. I don't care to unpack my past. What's happening? Because you know, okay, I was not a nice person sometimes in high school. I changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. One of the guys I went to high school with is works for me on one of my crews at work, and he was like, "You know, we went to high school together." And I went, "Oh no," I said, "I was." probably a mean in high school and he goes sometimes but not a lot and I'm like well I'm different now I promise but no uh, I don't even <laughs> we were in a class chemistry mm-hmm. and um, the teacher the substitute was telling us like these pet peeves of his for some or hers for some reason and one of her pet peeves was leaving the expo markers with the lid off. Oh my goodness. And this was one of the, te- I was a senior, <laughs> and this was one of our testing days, and so we had her for half the day, and so I took off all the caps of the Expo markers and put them in my pocket, and I slowly threw them at her until eventually I hit her, and once I finally hit her in the eye with the marker. You are so nice. And she told me I was foolish. Foolish. Think she was angry? She seemed it. Seemed angry? <laughs> if you got hit with an Expo marker in the eye, you think you're going to be happy? I mean, uh. it was, listen, that was just mean. Like, there was no sense in me doing that, but there you go. 
Anyway, your point. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, just like being called a fool. I can't remember where it exactly says that. I wish I would have looked this up. Where being called a fool is one of the more like harsh, what would you call it? Harsh insults that you could be thrown at you. Doesn't it? I, yeah, yeah, it does. I was like, um, who said, did Jesus say it? Being called a fool is such, or one of the prophets? I can't. I should have I looked that up. To, I don't want to misquote that. And yeah. Say it. But it is It is more of a, I don't say a punishable offense, but it is more of, it's up there with the offenses of being it like, called foolish. It like attacks your, your character almost. Like you could be called like an insult of some kind, maybe of like, like an activity you did or something like that. But like that insults who you are mm-hmm. kind of deal. And, but even, and even here, it says, you know, the verse uh, before that a little bit, it says, um, um, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. But whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. Exactly. So you have the council and then hell. <laughs> exactly. There's, that's a big jump. Big jump. Big jump. But, yeah, I just, uh, anger, being called the fool, that's all I got. I mean, you know, anger, I, I can speak on this a little bit. I'm not an angry person, really. Yeah. I'm more classified as like a warrior, and I like dwell on things when I really shouldn't. But anger is something that can get you in a lot of trouble. I, I agree with you. I don't think I've been ever like angry. I might have been like maybe mad or like displeased or something like that, but never like physically like angry at someone. Yeah. Well, and anger too is something that see the. <laughs> I take the um, the phrase, and we'll talk about this later, but the phrase in the Bible, don't let the sun go down on your anger, mm-hmm. I am a massive believer in that. Mm-hmm. Like, if I think someone's upset with me, or I've made them mad, or I'm angry at somebody, which, again, I don't think I could really ever say that I've been angry, you know, but don't dwell on it, you know? Yawn number four. Oh, that was a big one. It was a big, <laughs> big yawn. <laughs> you know, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Because as a Christian, anger can be detrimental mm-hmm. to the people around you. Yeah, especially and, brothers in Christ. Like. And, yes, especially to that. And to your eternal home in heaven. I mean, if you sit on your anger long enough, I don't care how gentle of a person, how nice of a person you are. If you sit on anger long enough, eventually you're going to explode. Yeah. Like, eventually something's going to happen because you've not addressed the anger. Yeah. It's like, you know, verse 25 where it says, Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with your court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you be put into prison. So, it's even Jesus saying here that settle your anger and malice between each other quickly. Or you're going to be thrown into prison. And, I mean, anger is is scary to me because I'm, I'm a pretty, like, mellow person. But there are things that make me mad. I, again, I don't think I've ever just been, like, filled with, like, this anger. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm mad. I'm upset sometimes. But, I mean, don't ever dwell on it. Because nine times out of ten, honestly, anger can be handled... With one conversation. Yeah. Like, we're all, we're all human beings. We all make mistakes. 
Somebody may be upset with you. You may be upset with somebody. Call them. Yeah. Drive to their house if you have to. Like, fix the problem. And most of the time, it's a misunderstanding. Yeah. You know, communication that's, of some kind. The, I'm not saying all the time, but 90% of the time, it can be handled with, no, 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 that's not what I meant. Yeah. Or no, that wasn't intentional. Or no, that's, I never meant anything by that. You know, and that's, and then it's, it's done. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, when that conversation happens, what do we have to do? Let it go. Mm-hmm. Take people at their word. Okay, you're sorry. I, okay, if you genuinely mean that, I, apology accepted. Where we eat lunch tomorrow. Like, <laughs> it's to forgive. Seriously. And so anger is scary. Like, if you're an angry person, stop. <laughs> you know, f- handle the problems. And even if it, you know, even if it dates back, like, six months. Yeah. Call somebody and be like, hey, you know I did not. Yeah. It's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. It's not. There is nothing worth fighting over. It even says, like, continuing 26, when it says, Truly I say to you, you will never get out of, until you have paid the last pity and never getting out, meaning a prison. So, like, you're you're in prison for forever. Mm-hmm. So, and that prison could be hell. I mean, just over the anger that you hold on to towards somebody or a group of people, mm-hmm. even, will we'll say that much. I, I feel like a lot of people, some hold some sort of anger to, like, different... Um, groups of people like mm-hmm. um, like the LGBTQ people and stuff like that. People hold their anger towards them, and I mean, granted, what they're doing is not right, but Jesus still says to let it go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not. There's. No, I promise. There's nothing worth fighting over. And I say that because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Like. One of one of us could be gone. The person that you're mad at could be gone. The person that you had issues with could be gone. I mean, can never fix that. There is nothing worth fighting over, and that's a hard thing for me to like sometimes come to terms with because there are situations that I've been again mad, and I need to deal with them yeah. because you have no idea what's going to happen. Anger is a big deal. If you think anger is just an emotion, you're wrong. Yeah. Anger can tear apart families, it can tear apart friendships. I mean, you gotta handle it. Yeah. You gotta be an adult and you gotta fix it. Because Jesus does not support anger. Yep. Because an anger that continues to be dwelt on turns into a sin. Mm-hmm. And Jesus clearly states, be angry and sin not. You know, he does not support anger that turns into sin. Yep. And and this is just me, guys. I'm not, I'm not speaking Bible. That was Bible. What mm-hmm. I'm about to say is any anger that you hold on to more than a few hours turns into sin. I believe that. And, that's, yeah. again, that's Dylan speaking, not Bible. Yeah. Get rid of it. There's nothing worth being angry over. So, anything else on anger? Mm-hmm. All right. 27. Um, again, this is still Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his eyes. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of the members uh, than, the, than your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body to go into hell. So... It says pretty plain and simple that Jesus kind of 
especially in that last part where he talks about how to your eye causes sin tear it out you know and stuff like that and jesus is just saying the i don't think he's literally meaning that in a lot of senses but if it is becoming if that is the reason why you are sinning then then yes do it but obviously sin comes in the heart and in the mind and that's what makes your body parts do everything else but anywho um it's just jesus is here showing the deliberate overstatement i would say to emphasize importance on maintaining that devotion devotion with your spouse becoming that one flesh and um and that kind of leads on to the next little bit too but you know lust is something too that and i think anger can be more detrimental and that but lust is something too that not a lot of people think about yeah anymore it seems almost like say like normalized a little bit because it's everyone social media is a easy pathway for for I'd just say mostly women to show off their bodies and that that creates lust mm-hmm. in the eyes of you know boys mm-hmm. and that causes people to slip and so I, I think right now it's it's very easy to see lust more prominent because of that they're making money off of it like they're showing their bodies off so they can make money off and you know what if that's what they want to do that's what they want to do but you know it's up to me to you know not look at that exactly that's guys and I'm, I'm saying guys because I'm, ta- I'm a guy okay yeah. I get it but women they are gifts amen I mean they, they really are yeah because they're there to help us. And, and as a, you know, as you date somebody and then you marry somebody, you know, that's not the purpose of marriage. The purpose mm-hmm. of marriage is to glorify God yeah. together. It's like lead the, each other to heaven. Uh, Kevin Darty always used this analogy of the, the pyramid mm-hmm. where you and your spouse are at the end. And as y'all grow closer, y'all grow closer to God as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what it's about. And, you know, it, it, it bothers me that men just think women are there for their pleasure. Items. And they can sling them around the way they want. And that's... Women, if your guy is doing that, get, get away. We're not all like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys always don't finish last. And they sometimes they finish first. Sometimes finish first. But that, that's not what it's about. And I mean, the latter part of it, If again, talking about cutting off body parts, is that talking about cutting off your arm... No, but what it's saying is if that's causing you to be lustful, that's causing you to sin, it'd be better to cut it off, not have it, than for your entire body to be cast into hell. Will lust send you to hell? Yes, if left untreated. <laughs> yeah, it will. And that's a big deal. I mean, lust is, it, it, and it leads into verse 31. Okay, it was also said whoever divorces his wife. Uh, let him give her a certificate of divorce, but I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of sexual immorality, I emphasize that, but makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Guys, divorce. I'm going to... There's not much I can say about this, but I'm going to repeat this with emphasis, and I'm reminding you that Jesus said it, But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of sexual immorality. On the grounds of what? Sexual immortality. <laughs> there you go. I mean, 
I don't know what else you want me to say. Yeah. I'm not married. Not married. 18. Never been divorced. <laughs> but their divorce, it's sad. I feel like marriage right now is almost, I would say, made a mockery. But maybe it's just me growing up. But I've noticed more people getting married and then getting divorced more than what I've ever experienced. I can maybe recall in my younger years also I was probably naive more and I probably did uh, no I was naive more and I didn't see it as much but I I think I've seen one divorce when I was smaller or maybe there's more and I just didn't notice it but it almost seems like it's more prevalent now that people get married and they get divorced because because they don't hey, like them. Hey, I figured out I don't like you. Yeah. Maybe that's what's dating's for. If yeah. you don't like them, then stop. I mean, yeah, marriage I, is not something to play with. It's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Because that is something that you use marriage to glorify God. Bring two people together with the same goal, and you work together the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Not five years later... When you just decide that you're tired of them. When your wife makes you upset or something like that. Or vice versa. Husbands, you make your wife upset too. We probably make them more upset than they would. Well, but, probably right. But, I, but guys, marriage is amazing. I don't know it. But, so I've never experienced it yet. But I Can't mean, wait to. Yeah. But I mean, that is something that is there. God put it in place. Mm-hmm. And the only reason for divorce is if... One of them cheats, mm-hmm. and it's there. There's no. I'm not gonna say anything else about it, because obviously y'all know I'm fired up. <laughs> that was, but what was that? that no, that was country. Like oh, fired sorry, up. Sorry, Crossville. My roots from <laughs> there. My roots. But I mean, divorce is something that it makes me sad, and that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I agree. Marriage is just is sacred, mm-hmm. and. Don't cheat. It's that one flesh. You know, don't call. It is. And and that's just, anyway. Do not divorce unless under the circumstances of sexual immortality. Of what? I'm not going to say it no, again. Okay, yeah. But guys, if you, if, you, if you think I'm wrong, go over to Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. And also he continues talking in Matthew chapter 19. He teaches more on divorce, but we'll get to that when we finally get to 19. Our friends in Belgium will really be ready for that one. I mean, they're going to be like milestone listeners. Love you guys. If you're there until chapter 19, love you. That's right. Belgium. Since we are in episode 6 and still on chapter 5. And we skip chapter 1, too. Doesn't matter. (laughs) I hope y'all are learning something. Maybe. I'm learning stuff. Yeah. So, um,. I don't have much to say about the next few verses, but I'll read them. Um, Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform uh, to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, uh, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your heart, for you cannot make one uh, hair white or black. Let Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. And I, I'm going to focus on verse 37. I agree. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. You know, and maybe you can attest to this. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. Do what you're going to say you, you're going to do. I, was <laughs> I had a hard time. 
guess if I'll, I'll simplify it. I was working too hard. <laughs> but if you say that you're gonna do something, do it. Do it. Yeah. Like there is no if you're oh, gonna yeah. if you're gonna be somewhere, you be there. Yeah. And that that's a big thing with me. Like, I, like and I will word say, kind of deal. Do what? Like when you give your word, kind of deal. Honor exactly. Like your word. That is that's your whole character. If you you know don't let your yes your yes or no be no, then you're wavering off that line. And yeah. it says right there, it's evil. And I and that's one thing. And I promise y'all. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Is that not something that I hope, like to me, for my character? If I tell you that I'm going to be somewhere, am I going to be there? Oh, yeah. And it's not me gloating about that. It's just, it's my pet peeve. And if I can't do it, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Don't get your feelings hurt. One thing, people that know me, like, I'm a a yes man. If you ask me something, I'm going to, Jackson's taking my coffee away because he knows I'm not going to drink it. It's going to get cold. But it's fine. It tastes like Rotar. No. (laughs) How do Um, you know? You don't. <laughs> like if you tar spot. Anyway, you know, if if you say you're gonna do something, just do it. Like that is my biggest pet peeve, and I have been burned so many times by people. Oh yeah, I'll be there. Or oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. Or yeah, I can help you with that. And then they they're not there, and that drives me insane. Like, I work in the service industry. My company offers a service to people who can't perform it themselves. If I say I'm going to be there, I have to be there. Or else I'm going to lose a customer. They're depending on you. As Christians, guys, we should be dependable people. Now, people who are really close to me, like I said, like I was saying before, I'm a yes man. I will do anything for you. But it's got to be on my time. <laughs> like, it may be a few weeks... Like, like a fridge. I'll, I'll give, yeah, we've been picked up a fridge that I promised an older lady I would pick up weeks ago and just now got around to it, but. It's gone. I did it. She doesn't have it anymore. You know, that's actually the second fridge that I have picked up for a customer. Hmm. Well, that's nice. I don't know why. What other heating and air company would do that? But besides that, I mean, that, it's just simple. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Your word is so valuable. I don't care. I don't care one day if I die and I have no money, I have nothing to show for my life, but if someone can walk up and say, you know, Dylan was there. Like, if he said he was going to be there, he was there. He was there. He may have been late. I'm late late to a lot of things, but I mean, if I'm there, I'm there. Mm -hmm. If I can't do it, I'm going to say no. Yeah. You know, so that's... Your oath, your word, your, it goes along with your character. And that's, Jesus is, and we can tie all this in with the anger, with the lust, with the divorce, with the oath. Your character, Jesus is telling you how to live, what kind of character to have. Mm-hmm. Your oath makes up, you know, your word, your oaths, they make up a huge part of your character. You know, so, and then we, again, anything, do you have anything on that? Um, retaliation, verse, starting in verse 38, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I say to you, do not, do not resist who is evil, but if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him to the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs um, from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Uh, so... 
in Exodus 21, this is where the eye for nine, tooth for a tooth, and it says a couple other something for something. But that's just how they use the Old Testament law. I think it's the law of retaliation. Like, I think it's its specific name. Uh, but it's just to prevent inappropriate punishment between a couple of people. But then in 41, really, uh, so back in that time, Roman soldiers had the authority as like a military law to ask a Jew to carry his pack for a mile, but only for one mile. And Jesus here in 41 is actually saying that you're supposed to go beyond that one mile. Uh, and that's how it relates back then. But that how we as Christians, we should go the extra mile, not by because we have to, but because we want to. We have that free choice of, and we want to show God's love through through our extra our extra work. Because I would know that, especially like working, if you do extra stuff without being asked, it doesn't go unnoticed. You might think it does, but it doesn't. Somebody's going to notice somewhere that you're you're working harder. You're going to you're you were only asked to do this. But you had some extra time, so you went and did this and this as well. And and some people think that might go unnoticed, or it might be small. But you're gonna, people are gonna notice. Exactly, you know, and that's that's huge. Like Jesus went further than that. Mm-hmm. Jesus gave everything he had, and we need to have the attitude of, hey, somebody asked me something. Yeah, I can do that. And I can do I can do this too, and it's not because oh my goodness in Matthew chapter five it says I have to no it's it's because our character that that should be what our character is like, and and people should expect that people mm-hmm. should know that hey if I call up on Jackson I know he's gonna be there and I know he's gonna do everything that he can for me I know he's gonna go that second mile I know he's gonna to be that type of person, and Jesus did it, Jesus went so much even further than that. We have to be the same way. People need to know that when they call on us, we're there. If we can be, yes, I can be there. Okay, not only, you know, going back to verse 37, yes, I'll be there. What what else can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, what and, and you know what? A lot of times somebody may say nothing, mm-hmm. but be offered. What can I do? You know, that that's the type of service, that's the type of of attitude that we should have. Not you know, what can this world do for me? What can I do? What can I do to help? What can I, I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to do everything. You know, I wish I would even bring it up. My Aunt Wendy was so good at that. And she unfortunately passed away a few months ago. She, that was her. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, anything that you needed, she was there. What else can we do? Yeah. You know what? And I try to be, I tried to be that person. You know, hey, I, I'm there. Well, you know, this we used to, and I, I'm actually going to start it back up. I took a, a, a break last year, but we did this race in memory of my brother every year called the Dash for Derek, and we donated all the money to the Ronald McDonald House. And that was something that I started when I was a freshman in high school and planned this massive fundraiser, and the news got involved, and it actually grew something huge. And Wendy was always like, what can we do? You know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And you tell me, and it was just awesome. And she did that everywhere. That's the way Jesus was. Mm -hmm. He was like, what can I do to help? What can I do? How can I serve you? And that's, that's what we need to have. How can I be of assistance to you? Mm -hmm. Well, what can I do for you? And and make it happen. That's the kind of attitude. And And it is, guys, it's so simple. It's 
hey, I hope you have a great day. If I can do anything, you know, to help it, let me know. Mm-hmm. Or somebody's going through something. Hey, you know, anything I can do, anything you need, mm-hmm. I'm here. And just, guys, it may seem redundant. Jackson knows me. He knows I am I do this a lot. But check on people. How are you? Are you okay? What's going on? And maybe they need something. Maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. At least they know you're there. Exactly. At least mm-hmm. they know. Maybe they don't need you to go the second mile right now. But at least they know your shoes are on and laced up. And you're ready to go. That's good. That's what we have to be. You got to be a shoes on type of person. Ready to go. Mm-hmm. At all times. Right. So uh, that's... That's a big deal. 43, right? Yes. 43 through the end of the chapter. You've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, hate, um, excuse me, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So that way that you may be sons of your father who's in heaven. For he makes uh, the sun rise on the evil and on, and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love... Those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same, but if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? I have a hard time reading. I don't know why. Uh, do not even the Gentiles do the same. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. So Jesus kind of just, he understands that we're going to have a target on our back almost. almost. So, like, we're going to have enemies. I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I have enemies. If I do, I don't know about them. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't like me, I don't think, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know some, he's saying the path that we are taking, we're going to be in the center of attention and target because we're different. We're not like everyone else. And kind of like this whole Sermon on the Mountain kind of deal is the characteristics of a of a citizen in heaven and and like so the to be a citizen in heaven you're supposed to be the salt and the light you're not supposed to have anger you're not supposed to be lustful you're supposed to be devoted to your wife you're supposed to let your yes be yes and no be no turn the other cheek don't uh retaliate and that's just how how we're supposed to be seen because we're supposed to be held to a higher standard and different from the world and and we're gonna have enemies but that's okay because we have god in our corner did we even talk about verse 38? Did I mess that up? I don't even know what I talked about right then. <laughs> did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, that's right. We did. Sorry. I just really had a moment Blank. there. But anyway, I interrupted you. But you know, that's Jesus is, is talking about your character here, guys. And, and I think it can all be summed up with love. Mm-hmm. And love is something, and I'm not talking about a relationship type of love. I'm talking about love in general is something that people just don't care. They don't. And it's not appreciated as it's much. It's not. It, it's not. It really and it's sad. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a loving type of person and no one cares. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But your character is is something that as a Christian all these things we talked about tonight and I know it was a lot but all the things we talked about can be summed up with love. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do all these things that show otherwise. Be love. And that's what it's funny. And obviously this was a problem because in verse 43 it says, You have heard. Someone's been talking about it. 
You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemies. <laughs> Hello? 2022 is true now. We could read this right now and you could see, you know, if there was like a, a big group like gathered, I could literally say, everyone says to love your neighbor and hate everybody else. And that's what everyone says. If I don't know you, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the world, I mean, seriously, especially our generation, they just don't care. Yeah. But that's not, I mean, we're supposed to love our neighbor. We're supposed to love everybody. Love love your neighbor. Don't don't be mad. Don't be petty. Don't be upset. Pray for the person that persecutes you. All these things. Love them. Mm-hmm. And if you truly, and I mean this, if you truly have a loving attitude, that's a main part of your character. All the things we talked about. Anger, lust, divorce, oaths, retaliation, all these things. If you true if love is at the forefront of your character, all these things are gonna fall into place. Mm-hmm. So I, I truly think Jesus is summing it up here mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, it, love people. Mm-hmm. Don't hate, don't hate people, don't hate your enemies. Pray for them. Love them anyway. Judas ate too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Jesus knew that he was going to be betrayed. Judas ate too. Yeah. Judas had food. Judas had what he needed. Mm-hmm. Even though all these things are about to happen, even though Jesus knew. Guys, if that was us today, we would not have the attitude of Jesus. We'll react the same way. But if we have that type of love, all these things we talked about, they're going to fall right into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, uh, going to 48 where he says, you, ther- you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. It's impossible to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the only one that's been perfect and the only one that will ever be perfect. But us as disciples... We're supposed to chase that that perfection, pursue it, and and kind of going back into like verse twenty where it talks about the Pharisees and the scribes having righteousness and faith like them, but still it's not perfect. They even messed up, and they devoted their entire lives to to Jesus, to God. And this is how we're not going to be perfect, perfect, but we're to pursue it and to chase it. Exactly. What are we doing? You know, are we chasing that type of perfection? We're not going to get there, mm-hmm. but we have to chase it. We have a goal, though. We have to have the goal. We have to have the goal of the character of Christ, the character of Jesus. What we just read, those are characteristics that if we love people, we're going to have the characteristics of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, so, guys, chapter 5 is is full of stuff that we can learn from it, and we can today, I mean, May the 2nd, 2022, this stuff is just as important, you know what, probably more important. Oh, yeah. Right now than they were then. Mm -hmm. Your character means everything, Mm -hmm. especially as a Christian. So, uh, there you go. The rest of Matthew chapter 5. I can't believe we did it. Week six, Coffee and Christ. Shout out to our friends in Belgium. See you next time. Have a good night.